You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranak, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. everyone, welcome back to the show. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know the most exciting news, which is that the Magnetic Mastermind is open right now for enrollment. We have applications open right now and I'm so excited to welcome a brand new cohort of Mastermind students in for a four-month power cohort, which means we're going to roll up our sleeves, we're going to do the work and we're going to make it happen. So this mastermind is for you if you are looking to scale to six figures or multiple six figures for 2021. And the mastermind is really for those of you that are making some money in your business, you have one to two offers and you really want to scale it. We're really focusing on having a product suite and on high converting marketing and sales systems, on backend systems, and we're focusing on building up evergreen funnels for passive income as well. And I would love to invite you inside to apply. If that is you, this is my highest touch container and you get so much support inside. And in fact, a lot of the students that are in cohort currently have re-signed because they have found so much value and have found it so useful. So I am just really excited because we have, I think we're about like 60 to 70% filled out as of right now when I'm recording this episode, it may be more by the time the episode goes live, which means there's not many spots left. So if you want to claim a spot, if you want to get more information, fill out an application form. It is in the show notes and submit it and we will have a chat to see if it is the right fit for you. I would love to welcome you in. We're starting in mid-July and we're going to kick it off with a virtual power planning retreat, which is going to be amazing. It's going to be half a day retreat and we're going to absolutely nail down exactly what is going to be needed in your business, what you need to have in place, what needs to happen, what the plan is to hit your goal. And I cannot wait to support you with that. So I hope to see your applications flowing in and chat to you about this. And otherwise, enjoy this episode. I will hand you over now. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Magnetic Podcast. I am super excited to have you back here, especially because last week we took a little bit of a break. So no new episode was released last week and that was totally on me. I was really feeling like I just needed a moment to breathe and to really gather and collect my thoughts and what I really wanted to deliver on the podcast for you. And for the last few months, I've been filming episodes week by week and just kind of going based on the common questions that I've been getting and the things that I know you guys really wanted to learn. But I really wanted to just plan out a couple of months of content so that it's really potent and that 
each episode is going to make more and more sense as you listen to the new episodes coming out. So I'm really, really excited for what's to come. And in fact, I'm still recording more episodes. If you have ideas or suggestions of what you want to hear on the podcast, definitely let me know and I will add it to the list. So today we are talking about how to increase your income by niching down. Now, niching down is probably not the sexiest topic, let's face it, right? And sometimes I really just want to talk about the sexy things in business. For me, that's sales. I don't know if anyone else feels like this, probably not. But I'm like, yes, let's talk about sales and increasing your income and all of those fun, cool things. And really niching down is such a big core part of that. And the reason why I wanted to bring it up on the podcast is because even though it's a very foundational thing, right? The first thing that I work on with students or clients is, are you niche down enough? Like, do you have a profitable niche? So I really wanted to bring this topic to the podcast because it makes a huge difference. It is that stable foundation that your business is built on. And as someone that started their business not being niched at all and not making any money at all to having a very specific, very, very tailored niche, I know the difference and I can spot the difference in my audience and in my clients, especially when they're selling a certain offer. Now, something that I'm going to make clear is that your entire business doesn't have to be niched, right? You still have to be somewhat niched as in you have to be speaking to a certain topic, a certain person, but you can have niche offers, right? So if you say teach just business, you're a business coach, it's not necessarily super niched, but you can have an offer that is just talking about something like how to brand yourself. And then you can have another offer that just talks about how to create an irresistible offer. And then you can have another offer that talks about just how to niche down, right? So all of these are niched offers, for example. Now, why do we need to niche down? This is like the first question, the biggest objection, the internal struggle, especially especially when I have clients coming in and they're like, yeah, but I want to be like Tony Robbins or I want to be Gabby Bernstein or I want to be, you know, the next like Marie Folio and they're not niche down, right? Like Marie teaches business to everyone and Tony Robbins just, he teach like you can, anyone can go to his stuff. And I get it. I get it. I was you in the beginning. I wanted to reach everyone, right? I was like, oh my God, I want to be the next Eckhart Tolle. (laughs) I want to be the next Tony Robbins. I want to be all of these people that I look up to. I want to be the next Dr. Joe Dispenza. And that was like where I was coming from. Like I wanted to inspire the masses, The truth is you can't inspire the masses until you inspire the micro audience. So I really had to niche down because in the beginning when I was not niched, 
what happened was that no one was hearing me. And here's a reason why this happens, right? The reason why no one hears you when you're not niched is because we are wired neurologically to filter out everything that's not relevant to us. And so when you're just trying to speak to everyone, this is why you speak to no one, okay? This is why you know, famous marketers like Seth Godin will say this. This is his quote. He says, if you try and speak to everyone, you end up speaking to no one. And that's the reason why it's because your brain is wired to filter out anything not relevant to you. So when you're trying to gain attention in the beginning and you don't have anything else to gain attention by, right? You don't have notoriety. You don't have massive influence. You don't have authority. You don't have a ginormous Facebook ad budget spend like these big entrepreneurs that you're looking up to do. The only thing you have on your side is to be niched. That is your like it factor. That's a thing that you have. And so when you niche down, there are so many benefits to that. But what something people go wrong with when it comes to a niche is they really don't understand what a niche is, they will either just choose a market or a submarket and say, I'm niche. Like I teach business. That's not a niche. That's just a market, right? Or they're going to go super deep. Like my ideal client looks like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. They like to drink Starbucks, go to yoga, watch Game of Thrones, and they are someone who wants to start a business that's also not a niche. That's an ideal client profile, right? So those things are not a niche. What a niche is, is it solves a particular problem for a particular person, okay? That is what a niche does. And when you're properly niched down, that person that you solve a particular problem for hears you, listens to you, they want to be a part of your world. They're like, yes, you are speaking to me. And I clearly remember that when I worked as a lawyer, I worked in a big corporate law firm and we had all different kinds of lawyers there, right? So you could hire our firm for all different kinds of things, property disputes, and you can hire us to, you know, handle like litigation and you could hire us for banking law. So we had all kinds of different teams. And at the end of the day, though, even though we were a big corporate firm, we were niched. We were still niched. Firstly, we were niched down by speaking to one particular client. We only took on corporate clients. Okay. So that was a firm's big niche. Now we didn't take on personal clients apart from some like very, very high profile people. We took on only corporations. Then even more so within the firm, there were teams, there were specific teams for specific things. So I, for example, worked in the corporate team and in the corporate team, we only worked on with corporate clients on corporate matters. So things like mergers and acquisitions and corporate litigation and things like that, right? Now, even more so, even our corporate team was niched. Within the team, there were people that worked on certain things. So 
Example, I worked mainly with mining oil and gas companies as our clients, right? So mainly on mining oil and gas disputes. That was my specialty as a corporate lawyer. There were other people that worked in the environment team, right? So they worked on environment disputes. There were other people in the corporate team that only worked with like uh, kind of like listings, people that wanted to list on the stock exchange, like the ASX or the New York Stock Exchange or wherever, you know, they were trying to come in to list from to Australia. Obviously, we only worked with Australian listings for Australia, but we had international clients as well who were like, hey, we want to come to Australia and list on the Australian Stock Exchange, for example. So it was a wide variety of clients, but they had a niche team to go to. And so each team had their niche focus, right? We were solving one specific problem for one specific person. So we might've been solving mining oil and gas disputes for mining oil and gas companies. One problem for one specific person. We had a medical negligence team, right? And they were solving one specific problem for one specific person. Medical negligence claims that were backed by corporate companies. So like insurance companies. So you could even see that within, you know, this massive corporation, this big law firm that I worked for and the law firm that I worked for was one of the, what we call the top six in Australia. So Australia has like the top six law firms and they call them the top six. And so it was one of the biggest law firms in Australia, but they were still niched down. And so it was really really the structure that the firm had. And it was interesting because clearly for operating for so long, right? Like I don't even know how many years the firm was operating, like over a hundred years, they had realized that the best way to operate was to be niched. And this is what I am conveying to you for your business. And what I'm telling you is the best way forward for your business and why you can increase your income by niching down. So let's just talk about why this matters when it comes to your income. I want you to think about what happens when you go to a doctor, a GP, a general practitioner, right? I went to a GP just this morning, actually. I was, I went to a GP to visit him uh, with my son. So my son wasn't feeling 100% and we just booked in for a visit to the GP. And we paid like our regular fee, it was like $50 or whatever to see the GP. And the GP took a general look and was like, yep, cool. All right. Like this is what you need to do. Now, other times... When I have gone to the GP, I have gone and also paid that regular visit, regular fee. But when they've gone, no, no. For example, when I was pregnant, let me give you a real life concrete example. When I was pregnant with my son, my first baby, I ended up getting uh, pregnancy diabetes. So diabetes in pregnancy. And so I was referred to a specialist. I was referred to see a specialist and no longer was my GP or even my obstetrician, my kind of primary carer, but I had to go see a specialist and the fee to see the specialist was much, 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 much higher, right? So say I had my GP, my regular doctor, and then I had my obstetrician who I was paying even more because they were a specialist in delivering babies. And then I had to see this like endocrine specialist um, that was kind of a specialist in hormones and all this stuff. And that was an even more of a specialty, right? 
And so it's really, really interesting to look at how all of these professions around the world who are niched down are charging more. And so why does it, why do you get to charge more when you're niche down? It's because you put your hand up and you say, I have a specialty. I have something that I'm an expert in and no one else is good at it. And you get to charge more when you are an expert. So this is why I highly recommend niching your offers down as much as you can so that you are then able to command higher prices. The more niched you are, the higher the prices you can command. And so in my own business, when I started an online business, I started off as just teaching manifestation to everyone and anyone who would listen. And even though I was so believed in it and it took me so long to niche down because I just desperately wanted to teach it to the world, I was like, everyone needs this, everyone. Like, I don't care if you're 3, 10, 30, 60, 80, like every single person needs this. The truth was no one was paying attention. No one was hearing me. It was a very, very crickety place on my Instagram because I was trying to reach everyone. And finally, when I started working with a coach, I ended up niching down that manifestation coaching business. And I started to teach manifestation to online business owners, female online business owners in particular at the time. And then I really niched it down to just be on money mindset. That was the biggest thing that I could teach them that would give them a transformation. And then when I transitioned to business coaching, I niched down again into sales, sales for online coaches or service-based business owners. And so I'm not trying to teach the whole world. I'm just trying to teach this specific group of people. And it is the same for you, no matter what your niche is, no matter what it is that you are teaching, you have a massive potential to create a higher income by niching down. The second you niche down, you start to attract clients who are a hell yes, right? Who are an easy yes. They're like, this is definitely for me. And here I am. I'm for it. So you don't have to do any of this convincing. It's not hard to convince them. It becomes so easy to find your ideal client online because you know exactly who you are looking for. And it becomes really easy to market and talk about your offers because suddenly they're niche, they're specific, they're clear. You're not trying to talk to the whole world and solve every problem under the sun. You're just trying to solve one problem. One thing, give one solution. And I can promise you that if you take this advice to heart, you will and you can increase your income rapidly and significantly. My income went from $3,000, the year that I was not niched at all, that I was trying to speak to everyone, to $150,000 the following year when I niched down. And it's no coincidence. It is absolutely no coincidence that this jump happened. Niching down was the first thing, the key, the foundational step to having this type of success. If I hadn't done that, all the other things that I did, including selling every day, wouldn't have been as impactful. Because what's the point if you're selling every day, but you're not niched enough? 
you're just selling into the void. Like one day you're selling vitamin tablets and the next day you're selling scrunchies and the day after that you're selling sticky notes and then you're selling all of this stuff. Like no one wants to buy from you. And, you know, just think about the places that you buy from. Think about the places that you order stuff from. Like I don't go onto ASOS to buy anything other than clothes. I know they have a bunch of other stuff. They have accessories and they have all these things, but they have crystals or whatever the hell it is, but I'm not going on there to buy that. If I want a crystal, I'm like literally going to a niche crystal shop site where I'm going to order my crystals from. And I'm going to probably pay way more for them, but that's okay. I'm more than happy to do that. It's the same thing for you. Niche down and increase your income as a result. It will be some of the most life-changing stuff you can do if you follow this advice. So I hope that you are writing a bunch of notes right now and brainstorming how you can niche down your offers if they're not niche down already. And I'm really excited to hear what you do with this because I'm sure that once you do and you have all this flood of clients coming to you, you're going to send me a DM and be like, thank you so much for that episode you did on niching down. And I'm going to say, you are welcome. This is exactly why I recorded it. So I hope that you took lots and lots and lots away from today and you have lots to work with and hopefully to tweak in your business with some immediate results, which is exciting. And so then I will catch you in next week's episode where we're going to keep talking about all things building a magnetic online business, which is my favorite topic in the whole world. So until then, have a wonderful day and week and I'll catch you next week. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.